So God has shown us his grace. So we're saved. So what? What does it matter? What difference does it make? What do I do now? Welcome back to the Identity in Christ devotional based on the book of Ephesians. My name is Aaron Bublitz. I serve as pastor at Heritage Lutheran Church in Gilbert, Arizona. And it's my privilege to be walking through this book of Ephesians with you. We have reached chapter 4. Uh, and here, uh, there's six chapters in Ephesians, so we're you know halfway through. Uh, we've finished three chapters, and, and there's a shift now in chapter 4. In chapter 3, we've heard everything that God does has done for us. Right? He's, he's planned out our salvation. He you know, has chosen us from eternity, predestined us. Right? He, he has provided a Savior, Jesus Christ, who rescued us from from that being dead by uh, dead by nature in, in sin and transgressions and has brought us to faith by his grace and brought us into the church and is building his church. Right, we've seen all of these things in chapter one through three, and now we get to chapter four. And we get the so what. Right? So I'm saved. I've been shown God's grace. What does this look like? What does this mean? What do I do now? This is what it says, the first six verses of it. Ephesians chapter 4, Paul writes, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all. And in all. So, so what? What does it mean that I've been saved? That I've been shown God's grace? I've been brought to spiritual life in Christ Jesus? We're urged by the Apostle Paul, really by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul, to live a life worthy of this calling that we have received. Again, this calling to faith, to God's family, into the church, it's something that is given to us. We have received it. That calling is something God has done for us. And now we live a life that is worthy of that calling. We live a life that shows we're children of God. We live a life that shows that we've been made alive in Christ Jesus, that, that heaven is our eternal destination. We want to live a life that is worthy of that calling. And how, what does that look like? What does a life worthy of that calling look like? He says, being completely humble and gentle. Right, to, to put others before ourselves, to not treat each other harshly, but, but humbly and, and, and gently. Right? To be patient with one another. To not get so angry and worked up, but, but to ex exhibit patience with the people in our lives. To bear with one another in love. Right? That, that word bear is an interesting one. Right? Sometimes you're going to have to put up with people. And we do that in love. In the love that God has first shown us. And then in addition to that, he says, make every effort, do everything you can to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. We desire to live at peace with one another. We desire to have peace in our relationships as we forgive one another, as we let things go that really aren't that big of a deal. We desire to have peace because we're one. The church, we've had a beautiful picture of that over the last couple of of uh, sections. Uh, the, as we're brought together, there's one body, there's one spirit, there's one hope, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father over all. Right? We who are many are made into one. And so this is how we long to live with one another, humbly and gently, 
with patience, bearing with one another in love, doing everything we can, making every effort to keep peace and make peace. I don't know about you, but this sounds really good on paper, but when the rubber meets the road and you are working with and living with and, and uh, rubbing shoulders with other sinners, you know how hard it is to be humble and how difficult it is to be gentle and how challenging it can be to be patient and how you just want to say, why should I bear with this person in love and, and right, that, that we're not working for peace or making peace? But there our comfort comes again. God has called us to this life. God has made us alive in Christ Jesus, that these are our new desires, that this is what we long to be. This is the, the life that, that God wants us to live, and so we want to live. And so we live in the peace of his forgiveness for all the times that we have failed. We cling to the perfection of Jesus, right? his active obedience for us, that he was completely humble and gentle for us. He was perfectly patient for us. He always did bear with every other human being in his life in love. He always was seeking peace and making peace. Jesus is really the only one who has ever lived a life worthy. But yet, we have his worthiness. Through his life and his death and his resurrection, we are worthy in God's sight. And now, in Jesus Christ, this is who we long to be. This is what we've been called to be. And him in us and through us, we can be this to one another. So the so what? The all right, I'm saved. So God has shown me his grace. What do I do now? We continue to remember what Jesus has done for us, what he has made us, something new, something different. He's called us to this new life, this life that is one of humbleness and patience, and gentleness, and bearing with each other in love and peace. This is what we long for. And in the gospel, we find it for ourselves from God. And then we want to live it for one another. And just think about the impact that this can have as we live in this world. As we don't just live this way among our fellow Christians, but we go into a world that doesn't know humility, that doesn't know gentleness, that doesn't know patience, that doesn't know love, that doesn't know peace. We get to be that. We get to be Jesus humbleness and gentleness and patience and love and peace to everyone in our lives so that they might see, so that they might want what we are so blessed to have. And then what do we do? Say, let me tell you about a man named Jesus. Let me tell you about your Savior, that one who longs to give you that same hope, who longs to call you into that one body with that one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father, Overall, who is overall, through all, and in all. Him we get to go live for, a life worthy to give God glory. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank and praise you that you were perfectly humble and gentle, perfectly patient and loving, and always making peace and seeking peace in your earthly life. You did that for us because we don't do that. And then you go to the cross to die for all the times that we have not lived a life worthy of the calling we have received. Remind us through your gospel who we are. We are alive in you. We are clothed in your righteousness. And now this is the life we desire to, a life that is worthy to give our Heavenly Father glory. We long to live this in the church as one body, with one spirit, with one faith, one baptism, with one Father. And also as we go and live in this world, we long to make our faith known 
through our gentleness and humbleness and patience and love and peace so that others may know you too. Help us do this in your saving name we pray. Amen. All right, great to be with you here today. Uh, God's blessings on the rest of your day, and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.